Today on the Monthly Nothing, we've got Joe Buck and Tim McCarver stopping by to talk about the Joe Torre World Series era. Big C fills us in on how John Madden impacted his life after high school football. We talk analytics and how everything is in the numbers. And finally, we wrap things up with a tribute to the late, great Jack Mullane. All that and more tonight on the Monthly Nothing. So earlier this evening, uh, we were sharing voice messages back and forth, and Angel attempted attempted to send a rather uh, darkly humorous voice message of all the people that we've known since we've known each other, and we've known each other over 20 years between the three of us. He was trying to recite the names of people that we've all known. Who were dead. The dearly departed. And he was laughing so hard <laughs> that he could not <laughs> fucking finish. <laughs> and I never have a problem not finishing. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't get through it. Like I got I got to um can can we say the names? Or yeah, you know what? Fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, M uh, Mark, yeah. And, and then there was Glenn, and I just couldn't get I couldn't get past Byron. I just couldn't do it. It was just too um I think it's because I started off with like, you know, we, we want to wish, wish them warm and good cheer while they sit out in the cold. Like I, you know, I hope, I hope you guys picked up on that first part. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Did they bury Byron? I don't know if they did. I don't know if they did. I think they sent him back to Africa, didn't they? <laughs> I think they put him on the Exxon Valdez. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that's so bad. Hey, Exxon Valdez. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the monthly nub thing and our topical humor. This was Exxon our first and last attempt at this podcast because we have all been pegged by the NSA. Because references to the Exxon Valdez is now yeah. some sort of right wing, <laughs> <laughs> you know, anarchist code. They've 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 tied it to Trump somehow, so you can't talk about it. It's really code for storming the Capitol. If you if you play if you play Exxon Valdez backward, it actually says January sixth. <laughs> January sixth. January sixth by Exxon stock. I think that's by Exxon stock. Big oil. This podcast is sponsored by Big Oil. And Cuckmeos. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> Dead people, right? And uh, and we're talking about uh, mortality and how we're getting older, right? And um, I guess we got to start thinking about that, huh? Man. I do want to say, Big C, I think it was this past summer at, at uh, you know one of our uh, get-togethers, you were talking to somebody and you were like, you know – um, I'm 52, and the way things are going, I, I'm going to be dead soon. <laughs> yeah, that was the summer. Yeah, you were like, "Are you on this death kick again?" And I'm like, "I'm just saying, you don't know what it's coming. I just embrace it." You got a Jesus Christ from the Fatalist in the room, so I don't know what the hell you're. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm always thinking about death. I'm Hispanic and Catholic. Do you really think about death all the time? No, I don't actually. Oh. No, 
But, you know, I, it's weird because, I, I mean, I'll be full disclosure. Sometimes, like, you get those weird moments when you have when you have your thoughts to yourself. And, I mean, this may sound, sound kind of weird, but did anybody ever, like, picture their own death? Yes. Mm, like, yeah, ever, kind of. And think, like, what happens when I stop breathing? Like, what's it going to be like? And then you have, like, a mini panic attack. Am I the only one? Am I, I the can't only say one? I've had a panic attack. I think I'm not really a panic attack, but you just get that realization that someday you're going to be dead. And then you're just like, okay. And then you get over it and then you go masturbate. <laughs> I figured I would probably stop breathing. Then I'd fart and then I'd resuscitate myself. And then I'd be like, oh, shit, I'm good. It was just gas. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been around you when you blow ass sometimes. So I, I <laughs> Everybody's been around me when I blow ass. Big C would, you would pass out at like one of your big C gatherings and then everybody's like, oh my God. I'm like, hold on a second. Clear. And then you go, <laughs> and he just gets right back up. <laughs> Ready for round two. Hey, hey Newton here, you're going to make more than burgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always have a weird feeling I'm going to die in a traffic accident. That's my big thing. And lately, it's been like paranoia. Like, honestly, it's been paranoia. Like, And it's driving down to visit my folks. Like, I think what's going to happen is a tractor trailer is going to blow its tire. And the truck is literally just going to come over and get me in the left lane. Well, that's like a seventies era kind of movie death. You just you, like you're here, and then you're gone. That's it. And then, and then the movie ends. And they roll the credits. I was born in the seventies because my dick has sideburns. <laughs> I think I've envisioned like you know what that what that is going to be like. I don't know if I've actually had like a setting or anything like that. You know, like I I hope it's not like David Carradine. I don't want to go out like him, but um. Like I feel I like I hope it's not I hope it's something not like embarrassing, like in the middle of masturbating or something, you know what I mean? And then I got like fucking like midget porn on my PC. Like, and you still, can't click and then you can't yeah, clear and your can't browser. Click on it. Yeah. Like I feel like I like I envision myself like expiring, trying to close the window before I actually die and then I don't make it. And then everybody's like, He died watching midget porn. <laughs> Don't worry, Angel. If I find you, I will clear out your browser for you. Yeah, let's let's, just do me a solid, you know, like, you know, to close out my browser history. Yeah. That's why I was using incognito mode. (laughs) Incognito? Yeah, incognito mode. That's an actual thing on here where it does not record your actual web thing when you go onto pages like that. Yeah. I I said incognito. Oh, 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 incognito curtain mode? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Meat meat curtain mode. (laughs) <laughs> so I yeah, like I said, I I've envisioned I've envisioned myself expiring. I I guess I shouldn't say panic attack, but I have had like that weird. It's like this anxiety kind of comes over you a little bit, and then it just dissipates, and you're just like, all right, get over it, like, and then you move on with your life, and you know whatever. What about you, Jake? Any any visions? I think he actually, I think he just hung himself. <laughs> I was I was actually just clearing out my browser. Uh, really. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good call. I mean, I, uh, yeah, yeah. I was gathering I, my I, last I, will and testament, and then I thought, "Fuck, I really need to clean out the browser." Yeah, I, I do remember. I do. I do keep a in my head that to make sure I delete all my internet porn before I do die. Though <laughs> I don't want anybody going in through my PC. Like, well, he had a pretty decent computer. Oh my god. 
I thought you would upload it to like the cloud and we would have access in it. And that would be oh. like your legacy is your yes, internet yes. porn collection. It, it, yeah, it would be, be, be angels fucking, angels fucking sit on it and rotate rotation. You know, somebody's going to find that and they're going to look through and be like, holy shit. I haven't ever seen that one before. God, wow, this guy. This really, guy's, he knows his porn. What a, national, <laughs> what a national treasure. He'll truly be missed. The friggin' people show up at your at your funeral and they just go up to your coffin like, thank you. Yeah, there'll be a guy. There'll be a, there'll be a guy eulogizing me. And he'll be like, "Hey, you know what? I wouldn't have known Peta Jensen could bend that way if it wasn't for Angel showing me that picture." You, you like become this uh, iconic figure in the you know internet porn uh, community of all of these losers, and they start to worship you like like some <laughs> sacred figure. Yeah, yeah, the Angel of Cum. They'll call me or something. The Angel of Cum. It, it'll be a glazed over Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it'll be a, a glazed over Korean looking guy. <laughs> oh my God. They'll come up with a, a show on Playboy TV called Kung Fu. The legend continues. Kung Fu. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> I can't help it. That was good. I just got a picture of you in a karate outfit jerking yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the middle of a. I'm in the middle of like a front kick with my dick out and my hand on it, and it's just fucking shooting. It's shooting on all these bitches, and they're all like, "Oh no." <laughs> Uh, uh. And I'm like, oh yeah. No, I can't <laughs> wait to see the members of this sex cult. That's that, gonna be an amazing call. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna live to a ripe old age, so you're gonna be like in my last will testament, you will be the president and CEO of, of Kung Fu Enterprise. Oh, that's that's true. I could become I could be like, well, now that the sacred master has passed, I'm his <laughs> earthly embodiment. Yeah. Mm. Yes, so you are the baby. second coming of me. <laughs> that literally and then I will have, you know, like all cults and sex calls, I will then have my pick of, you know, the females of uh, if there's any females in this sex cult. I mean, this just might be the the saddest group of men. Mm, it could be on I the mean, planet. <clears throat> are you going to be looking to uh, relocate to Waco, Texas? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there's I think there's plenty of uh, secluded areas here in the commonwealth where one could have a a, a secretive sex cult if if one wanted i'm yeah. sure they exist somewhere i mean yeah they got to yeah they got to. To. I mean, they're, they're everywhere i mean this is a this is a blue state so <laughs> yeah matches my balls Ooh, well we have a we literally have a town called blue ball so and intercourse is right next to it right is that I what how so, it goes yeah. Well then, I then I think we should move the headquarters to that area. Then, yeah, this is just only ball and intercourse. Yeah, and it'll be a, a nonprofit. It'll be a uh, religious tax exempt organization as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could turn this into a multi million dollar. You could racket. You could. Yeah, no. you could be like the next Jerry Falwell of, of, uh, <laughs> of the, of the uh, worshippers of come. You could have like public access TV shows. 
Yeah, we can call the, it could be called uh, Wank TV. Tonight on the Wank, Joey discovers his penis. Tonight on the Wank. (laughs) The Daily Wank with Jake. (laughs) (laughs) The Daily Yank with Barbara Cummings. She's our anchor. And she does it topless all the time. We'd be on pay-per-view. Like you have to watch it. Like, what, like era, what era does it involve in public access TV? Yeah. Yeah. This is <laughs> pay-per-view. I mean, public access porn TV. I'm all. trying to bring in money here for like the 21st century. And you guys are like back in the late eighties and nineties for this type hey, of everything. Uh, hey, everything is, everything is, uh, it, it all comes around. It comes full circle. Jesus. <laughs> Hold on, Barbara. The new cast isn't over yet. Yeah. <laughs> She's there flicking her bean on live TV. Oh, I just can't wait. My congregation, send your money in. Please send your money in. P.O. Yeah. Box 546321. Boy, this really, this isn't about mortality at all. I just want to let you guys know. Uh, yeah, you're right. It isn't. We kind of veered. A little bit. That's what we do, though. We do that all the time, you know. Eventually, we get back on the topic. I think so. What? No. What was the topic again? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it was. Uh, it was mortality, and it was. Um, it was the. Um, the. Uh, well, like I said, everything comes full circle. So, like you know, here we go. We're we're getting older, and now we're starting to see the you know. Get healthier, take care of yourself, you know, blah, 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 blah. Bullshit. I think that's what Jake was going for. Yeah, I I said this idea was kind of in my mind this week. Um, Because do you guys know who Andrew Huberman is? Huberman? I do not. I'm sorry. Okay. And uh, Dr. Peter Atia or Attila. I'm not sure how they pronounce his name. So those guys are are like our age, mid-40s. Uh, early fifties, and they've kind of become uh, these these new health gurus. You know, they're 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 on the circuit, the podcast circuit, the the Rogan, all that stuff, doing their shtick. And um, you know, the the YouTube algo feeds feeds their 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 clips. You know, you should. This is what men should do in their in their mid to mid forties, early fifties. You know. This type of workouts, this type of weights, this this type of diet, and they're going through all this shit. And basically, reasonable stuff. A lot of the stuff I try to do myself. And uh, I kind of had a realization the one the one day I was watching this, I was like, wait, oh, I remember this shit. This is what happens when you turn middle age in this country. They try to monetize you. They try to monetize your fear of getting older, being decrepit. And deathly. So you have to have all these new health guys come out, these new gurus. And I'm thinking this is the same shit that they did to boomers back in the day when they were getting into their same age bracket. And it's like they're just reversing it to our generation because Gen X will become the new boomers eventually. And they're just playing this fear upon you. You want to be healthy, don't you? You want to be healthy. And it, it just reminded me of that 60 is the new 40. That we were here. And I don't know if you guys heard that, re- remember that model. The boomers, no, oh, we're never going to get old. We're never going to get old. 60, 60, that's not, a, that's not a thing, man. 
that we're that's going to be in our forties. We're going to feel like we're forty because of technology and blah blah blah. Elon Musk's immortality chip and all this stuff. And I'm like, uh, I, I I just I see the same shit happening because naturally you get to your mid forties, your fifties. I mean, like I said, big C's like, yeah, well, if I make it 10 years and I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, man, you're not going to be around at 62. We're still going to be going, we're going to be those fucking guys going to the bar and still raising hell at 62 yet. I hope you know. And this, and this motherfucker is like croaking out on me. I'm going to be fucking tripping people with my Walker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Take that. You little fucker. Take my seat. We're we lowering the bitches onto your Polish cock. That's right. Hey, Big C, how's that feel, huh? It feels pretty good, but I just shit myself. <laughs> ah, shit. You know, I just looked up this Andrew Huberman guy. Yes, he did go to Stanford. Yes, he is built like a brick shit house. He's a neuroscientist. Neuroscientist, that's right. He's a neuroscientist, so he's really into like neuro stuff. And, like and what's brain. funny is that him and this Atia guy say the same thing all the time. This phrase they throw around. Well, it's in the literature. It's in the literature. It's in the literature. It's in the data. It's in the literature. Uh, and I'm going, wait, 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 wait. 20 plus years ago, everything was in the literature and the data too. And then it's not true anymore because it's funny listening to these guys. It's almost like they're saying the reverse of everything. Do this. Don't do that. Do that. Blah, blah, blah. blah, 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 blah. Take this away. Blah, blah, blah. And it's almost like this is this is the whole point that yeah. I can see a whole bunch of people being scared. Uh, I don't want to be a victim of, you know, the big medical and, <laughs> you know, being dumped off at the old folks home or something like that. And I mean, who the fuck's going to take care of me? I'm old. I'm going to have to try to stay healthy at least. Yeah. Recently, my uh, my father in law has been going through the health system because he's having some had been having some health issues, and all I can think of is like Jesus Christ. I mean, like you can see how terrible healthcare has gotten because you know he went into the hospital to get some care, and you know he was dismissed, and then he got worse, so he had to go back. It's like I'm thinking, man, when I get older, younger and younger generations are going to start becoming doctors and becoming nurses and all that shit, and they don't have a fucking clue. So it's like. You almost have to be like, you know, I do have to take care of myself, maybe a little bit more. I need to be a little bit healthier because when the time comes, when, when I actually need help, I'm, I'm fucked. <laughs> like I got, I'm not going to have anybody. I'm not going to have anything. I'm going to go into the hospital. It'll probably make me worse. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, you know, it's a racket, big pharma, big health. It's a racket, but it's also like these, these podcaster, YouTube talking head guru types are a racket too, because, Hey, at the end of the show, I got a deal for you to take Athletic Greens. Mm, do you have a six-month supply of Athletic Greens? <laughs> there you go. And it's, everything just always seems – it's in the data. It's in the data. Well, years ago, eating red meat was great for you. Oh, yeah. maybe, maybe it should be Mediterranean. But that was in the data. That was in the literature back then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could eat steak and eggs back in like the 20s and you were like the most virile man that ever lived on the planet. And you would like foster uh, like 11 babies through your wife's vagina. And now you even look at an egg and you're just like, oh, my God, if that's not an egg white. I had raging alcoholics in my family. I had a great grandmother and a great aunt, two of the best Catholics in the world. Those two old biddies could drink a 30 pack of beer at a sitting each. Mm. Damn. They weren't white trash. They were upper middle class. They were from professional family. So they weren't, you know, 
Commonwealth hillbillies. What changed? How did these old ladies, these old bitches lived yeah. into their late 80s and early 90s and they drank like fiends? I think it's just the system. I think everything changed, like food changed, alcohol yeah. changed. Like the, I think back back in the day when they were coming up, a lot of stuff was, uh, for lack of a better term, in a pure state or a pure form, like a little bit more not processed and chemicals and all that bullshit. Yeah. So I think that's really the biggest thing. I, I think, you know, we're basically being fed poison, you know, because everything has to have like a hundred year shelf life and, um, <laughs> you know, or taste a certain way or whatever. So, you know. And it's loaded with all sorts of chemical preservatives or the things that, like you said, it has to taste like this when really those things are just those chemicals hit your taste buds and it's making your synapses desire another Big Mac, another Big Mac. But, it, you know, it is funny. We knew cigarettes were always terrible. We knew alcohol was always a carcinogen for the most part. And here you had these old generations that were doing this type of shit regularly and they lived for a very long time. and. Well, it wasn't in the literature, Jake. It wasn't in the data. (laughs) To me, it almost seems like every 10, 15, 20 years, there's there's some kid that goes into college and that's what they want to do is like, well, I'm going to go and dispute this and I'm going (laughs) to prove it from 20 years ago. And then that's where you get your, oh, now meat's not good to eat. And then 20 years later, it's going to be, no, meat is good to eat. Let me dispute this person's thing. Yeah, But I remember they used to say it was like glass of, what was it, a glass of wine every day is supposed to have been good for you. Not a a bottle of wine, but a glass of wine. You're right, Big C. That kid who becomes that researcher that doctor becomes that useful idiot who's taking money from, you know, uh, corporate agriculture, big meat, whatever, you know, the cigarette companies. Because remember, back in the day, the literature said, the doctor says, have a lucky strike. It cleans your lungs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's just, it's all advertising. That's all it is. It's like, you know what? This Andrew Huber, whatever his name is, and the other guy, that I, they probably just couldn't patent their own Jack LaLanne juicer. <laughs> So they just go, they just package it as a, it's in the data, guys. It's in the data. The analytics basically are telling me, hold on a second, calculating. That's right. Staying away from alcohol makes you live longer. Uh, sure. I, I think everyone is different. And, you know, like you said, people would drink every fucking day of the week. There's guys that would smoke a stogie like three, four, five, six different times a day. Never got cancer. You know, it's just people are different. The times are different. And, you know, yeah, do you have to watch out for that stuff? Sure. Of now, course you do. Do you guys take in this into effect while, like, you're eating or planning? Like, again, because you're going, well, okay, I'm 50-some, I'll be 46. You're just not like, well, maybe, maybe I need to put a little bit more uh, carrots on the no. on the steak tonight. No, absolutely not. I don't <laughs> no. I don't I don't care about that. No. I will I, say I have eaten healthier over the past probably five, six, seven years, somewhere there. I've, my diet has changed to be healthier than and I don't eat I don't eat nearly as much junk as I used to. And the fast food, uh hardly ever even eat fast food anymore except usually when if I'm you know, I pick up my daughter and then we're we're driving somewhere on a trip and then we'll you don't really have a choice and we're like, well, we got to eat somewhere. So try to make the best, best calls possible. Are you still gloom and doom about your health? No, not really. I mean, right now I'm dad, I'm battling a back issue again, but I honestly, I think it's because of when I was sick that couple months ago and I lost all that weight, 
I felt fine. I had no pain in my body at all. And I'm like, wow, I'm like dropping 25 pounds. It's great. And then I gained it back plus 10 pounds. How'd you gain it back? Just Poor life eating. choices. Yeah, just from eating. and Because <laughs> when I finally did get my appetite and then I wasn't shitting every five seconds, like then I was like, oh, like you know, I'm hungry. I was hungry all the time. And all of a sudden I went from not eating to like, man, I could just, I could eat a fucking horse's ass. <laughs> mm. And it just, it just came back and came back. And now I'm 10 pounds heavier than what I was. And uh, now I've got my, I got this pain in my knee. I got pain in my back and I'm just, it's constant. And I'm like, I literally got to probably fast for like three days. Well, big C, the analytics say that you shouldn't eat a horse's <laughs> ass. You should eat a donkey's ass. Yeah. And make sure you walk the cleanup hitter. <laughs> it's all, it's all a big gimmick. And it's, you know, it's just, uh, who knows how legitimate this Andrew Huber guy is, but he's probably just another shill out there just trying to make money off of the health industry and making susceptible uh, Gen Xers and who knows, maybe even like mid millennials, because I think they're about middle age now. So it, it's all a racket. I honestly haven't done anything with my diet. I, I don't think I've really, I haven't consciously been like, I should start eating more greens and be a little bit healthier. Should I? Yeah, probably. But, you know, it's just, you know, greens suck. So, <laughs> like, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. So, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I could completely change my, my life around and maybe lose some weight. And like Big C, I'll probably gain it back. And then, you know, you work so hard to to try and lose it and you either stagnate or you, or you wind up gaining it back. So it's kind of like, what's the fucking point? Like, who gives a shit? I mean, it doesn't take very long for you to gain it, but you know. No, it takes you forever to fucking lose it. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then you're missing out. And who knows? Like, I'll lose, let's say I lose 35 pounds and I feel great. And then I go out and then I go to kill work and a tractor trailer crosses the fucking median and just flattens me like a pancake. Don't worry, it's like, gonna get I me. I could have had pancakes. That would be my last fucking breath. Mm. I could I could have had pancakes with syrup and butter. And I could have cleared my porn. <laughs> yeah. And I gotta clean my browser history. You know what? Maybe with like when the when the EMTs are there, they're like, is there anything you could you wanna say? Because Mr. Rodriguez, you're gonna die. But is there anything you wanna say to your friends or family? Delete my <laughs> browser <laughs> porn. <laughs> Clear the spank bank. Clear the spank <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 going to be totally honest. I am not the healthiest uh, individual. Like, obviously, I'm not within the weight guidelines of an Andrew Huber <laughs> or anyone else. But I I feel good. I mean, the last time I went to a doctor, and I don't even have a fucking primary doctor. I know you guys don't like that. But I don't I, have one. I haven't been to a pressure. doctor. In I like went in. I went in there, years. and I pissed. I pissed my wife off. I went in there and they did my blood pressure. And I'm like, this is going to be like 200 over like 100. And she's like, uh, it's 116 over 75. And oh, I'm like, wow. what? And she's like, yep. And I'm like, what? Okay, so here I am. I'm morbidly obese. <laughs> I'm morbidly obese according to the chart that's sitting right in front of me. Andrew Huber is fat shaming me on Twitter right now. <laughs> And uh, my blood pressure is completely fine. That's and then weird. the nurse is like, oh, my God, I had it hooked up to my arm. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. And I can't explain it. Now, I, I try. I think I think one of the biggest things that I, that I benefit from is I've I've worked a lot on mental health and re- trying to reduce stress and mm-hmm. not letting that aspect of life get down on me, because I, I'm telling you, I believe this for forever. I think if you're mentally 
strong-willed enough, you can you can kind of shoo a lot of this stuff away. Not that the body is not eventually going to catch up, but you can kind of like reduce a lot of that shit that, okay, yeah, maybe you're carrying a little bit extra baggage. Maybe your diet isn't all that great. And, and I, I will admit I should and probably need to make changes in order to make, you know, add longevity to me. But, you know, if I don't let a lot of that stupid shit, you know, like get on my nerves, you know, like the guy that's like fucking 185 pounds and driving to work in the middle of LA traffic and screaming at everyone and everything because <laughs> he's stuck on the 401 is literally going to make his heart fucking explode at some, uh, some day. It doesn't matter how healthy you are. He could fucking stop and eat his fucking athletic greens and get his soy boy milk and fucking get his goddamn bubble tea and all that other <laughs> bullshit. And the motherfucker's heart is still going to stop because his stress level is beyond belief. You know what I mean? I try to laugh a lot of shit off. I try to, you know, k- take the lighter things as much. And again, I'm dark, Hispanic, and Catholic. So it's hard to fight it a lot of times. I do have my moments, but, you know, I, I, I just feel like that's a huge, huge part, like laughing and trying to see the lighter th- side of things and not trying to get so fucking pissed off at the world because what's it worth? And I think those those who fucking have that in their lives, the stressors, and they fucking let them get to them, as well as not do the physical things that they need to do to make themselves healthier are really just digging themselves a grave a lot faster than I am. I at least have half of it beat. You know what I mean? I think I'm kind of like you, Angel. I uh, I laugh a lot of stuff off, tell a lot of jokes, try to blow a lot of stuff off at work because I don't really have a whole lot of stress except the incompetence that I have to work with. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's really it. I come home and I, you know, other than dealing with trying to get my internet set up, but, <laughs> but uh yeah i i laugh a lot and i mean you guys know that i love to make people laugh and when i see people laugh then that makes me laugh and you yeah. know and in a non-happy ending way i i get massages once a month too so yeah. <laughs> I, I figured i'd put it out there jake before you went there <laughs> yeah i mean a lot of that stuff is beneficial though because again massages like you know they help they help relax the body you know they get blood flowing shit like that you know what i mean in the right area yeah i'll tell you what i think i would i be a lot healthier if i worked on the physical aspect of it you know like exercising more eating better absolutely but it's just not as fun a double cheeseburger is delicious. It is. <laughs> the Stairmaster is not. Yeah. While like a double cauliflower with fucking, you know, Hidden Valley Ranch is just like it. I mean, I might as well just eat a cow's asshole while it's shitting out grass. You know what I mean? Like, no. What if Selma Hayek said, Oh, I would. Oh, if Selma Angel, Hayek. Angel, if you lost it 30 pounds, I let you stick it in every orifice of me. Yeah, but that would be easy, though. I would, I mean, I would just fuck her and come and I would lose 30 pounds and not come. Like, mm-hmm. I would just, that would, I would, 30 pounds of semen that I would just <laughs> all over. Now, if she was like, if you get 50 pounds lost, you will be able to have sex with my butt. I would be like, I'm going to lose a hundred and I'm fucking Rocky theme starts playing. Yeah, they were like, Angel Strong now. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, okay, my butt is getting sore. Like, I hear no bell. No, I hear no bell. Huh? Yo, you, Selma. You. Yeah. yeah. I would train like in Rocky Four and I'd be up on the fucking mountain and be like, Selma! <laughs> She's like, I'm right here. I'll go ahead, stick it in my butt. And I'd look her dead in the eye and be like, I must break you. I must, I must break your butt. If, if she dies, she dies. She dies. <laughs>
It's in the analytics. <laughs> it's in the analytics. <laughs> I am in her data. <laughs> Maybe Selma Hayek will hear this, just like Taylor Swift heard yeah. Kelsey, and then Ooh. Selma, and then Selma will. Now she she probably would put a restraining order on me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would have a restraining order on me. I'd probably be like that. I suddenly I would probably be at the Capitol on January sixth. <laughs> That's what would happen. They'd be like, uh, this just in a Lebanon man who has nothing to do with politics at all and is morbidly obese has been sentenced to thirty five <laughs> years of house arrest due to being somewhere near the Capitol on January sixth. He may have been delivering something. We're not sure. Yeah. He has an extensive porn collection on his computer, so he's going to be busy for the next 35 years. In other local news, Selma Hack has filed a restraining order against the same Hispanic gentleman. Word on the street is her butthole's really sore. We're not sure why. Andrew Huber is analyzing the data as we speak. <laughs> We spoke to Big Sea Angel's friend for over 20 years, and he said, quote, sticking in her butt, Stan, yeah. I hear she, she likes, likes it. it. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor, Vaseline. Yeah. <laughs> Quickie lube. Quickie lube. Oh, oh, hey, I'm back. Oh, hi. Sorry. Oh, oh, yeah, but you weren't just talking? I was going to check your server for your porn on the cloud. I was getting kind of nervous oh, yeah, that maybe yeah, there was right. like a John McAfee, like, in case I die. Yeah. Um, yeah. It all just, like, disappears. So mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that I had my retirement fund to set up this cult all lined up and still in place. Yeah. So. so you had to check the Cumster cloud, huh? Instead of the cloud, we'll call it the tissue. <laughs> that's where you know because you know what i mean like since it's you know like a cum website you know like get it or the sock hey upload it to the sock <laughs> oh yeah that's funny wipe it in the sock what yeah just there you go at some point every american is going to be um brought charges up against for january 6th you know, if you woke up on January 6th, you're going to have to be on house arrest. <laughs> They're like, Mr. Sure. Rodriguez, were you awake between the hours of 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. on January 6th? Yes. I knew it. A co-conspirator. Pre-crime unit says yeah. that you were going to be there. We That's ran not- the analytics on your brainwaves. <laughs> Andrew Huber ran the analytics on your BMI and your brainwaves at that point. It's in the literature, Angel. You are guilty. It's in the literature. (laughs) (laughs) And we have this guy over here who witnessed you driving to Washington. Yes, I saw him driving to Washington. He is a very dangerous fellow indeed. I believe believe he is the man who is colluding with Russia. When it comes to collusion, there is no delusion, Mr. (laughs) Rodriguez. (laughs) There is no delusion. There is only collusion. (laughs) Gifts to hoots don't pollute. (laughs) (laughs) Only you can prevent the forest fire. Yes. (laughs) 
I once started a forest fire with homemade vodka in a lighter. It can get very dangerous in the winter in Mother Russia. Yeah, it will get very hot and you will not be happy. And then we make sticky. We are all shooting to be like Putin. (laughs) Somebody wants to put it in your ass. Mikhail Gorbachev will be very happy with it now. Yes, I just talked to his corpse. It's it smiled across telephone line. And birthmark on his forehead said hello. Yeah, well, Jake, I think it's pretty safe to say that we didn't cover anything that you wanted to cover in this. Uh, I didn't really have an idea about covering anything. Oh, okay, all right. I just want to make sure. I feel like you were going in the direction of more more weight mortality. And um uh I mean this is Jack Malane. <laughs> Jazzercising. <laughs> Jack, Jack, is, is Jack Lane still alive, or is he finally no, dead? he's been dead for like How long ago did Jack Lane die? I mean, I feel like he's like still selling juicers out there. Does the Jack Lane juicer still exist? Let's check it out. Jack. I'm sure it does. When did when did he? Oh, he died in 2011. <laughs> oh, Jack Lane juicer. Let's see. Yep, Bun Jack Lane JLSS. Power Juicier Deluxe on Amazon.com. God bless the folks at Amazon. <laughs> yes, Jeff Bezos, a big fan. How much do you think that shit's going for these days? $75.99. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then you'll take it higher. Yeah. $249.99. Wow. Yeah. Wow. If you get it now, it arrives before Christmas. I think I'll stick with my ninja uh, blender. Ninja blender is very good technology. It was made by Khrushchev. (laughs) Khrushchev, along with Lennon, developed the blades that we use in the ninja. And they are very sharp, and for good reason, because Stalin used (laughs) the blades during the war to kill and to desecrate everybody who did not agree with Stalin. And Jack Lillian was the man who was behind all of the juicers and was an American sensation with nobody knowing he was rushing the whole thing. I remember the Jack LaLanne loser. Oh, my God. The Jack LaLanne loser. I remember those infomercials. You know what else I remember? The Ron Popeil uh, dehydrator thing. Or what was that? that The Ronco? That was a big big thing, too. I think that was the Ronco food dehydrator or something. That was a huge, huge thing back when I was in the 90s. Let me see. Ronco dehydrator. Where you set it and forget it. Remember that? Remember the old guy that was on there? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You're welcome. Yeah, the Ronco dehydrator. That's what it was. Because remember, you can dehydrate fruits and you can fucking put kiwi in there and you can make like kiwi chips. And it was dehi- it was natural chips, Jake. You could do it all your fruits and vegetables. Now, I mean, I don't think that they were telling you that you were concentrating the sugars in those bananas and those kiwis and basically making it like nuclear diabetes if you ate oh, a whole bag. Oh, I like <laughs> to put that stuff in my mouth. 
I like to stick dehydrated fruits in my mouth and let my saliva make them much more and more swollen. It feels like the punches are exploding in my mouth. Do you mean you like them moist? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Big C's going to take his dried up cock and stick it in your mouth and watch That's it expand. Right. Yeah, you can watch it blow up. first time I heard the Dirty Poet, I was in a coffee house in Zurich. The second time I heard his profane lyrical beauty, words that can make a big-titted prostitute blush, I was stoned in Amsterdam. Now he performs before sold-out crowds across Europe. But tonight, I have a real treat for you. A live performance of the Dirty Poet from Edinburgh, Scotland, recorded last year on Christmas Eve. His words accompanied by the world-famous Edinburgh Sleigh Bell Chorus. I hope you enjoy as much as I do. It was the night before Big Seamus and Dirty Poet was horny and bored. So I called Angel and Jake to see what trouble they would be down for. As we gathered for a night of debauchery and jollification, none of us were going home until we had gotten torn up and had our gratification. As we sat at the bar and listened to an old professor hit on a student, Big C was talking to an old lady friend he had seen her tits before, after the improvements. It was time to leave the bar as we were drunken with glee, when outside a horn hop, Angel in the middle of the street taking a pee. We piled in the car a beat up an old yellow Chevy Lancer. Off to the titty bar I yelled so we could see some topless dancers. While driving to the club, we heard a loud bang and such a clatter. Jake pulled over quickly so he could see what was the matter. Off in the distance was shadow of a man we couldn't really see. The man walked toward us. Holy shit, it's Floydy fucking B. He hopped in the car already drunken and feeling festivus. Off to the titty bar yelled to see boobs and drink some Guinness. The breasts were beautiful, bouncing and perky, nipples hard from the cold. When came to the stage a woman with a gray bush who was 80 years old. Why was she here when she should have been at home with her family and cooking? Her boobs sagged, meat and curtains hung low, but yet we couldn't stop looking. Over in the corner sat a fat man in a red suit and making it rain without pause. We finally put two and two together. It was jolly old St. Nick, his wife, Mrs. Fucking Claus. We decided to leave after a night of drinking and thriving. We were on our way home to the next stop, but Jake said he shouldn't be driving. Angel said, fuck it. We should keep going. This night had a great start. It's not like we were going to hit a tree or OD like Glenn or Mark. As we finally ended the night, polishing off a few more drinks and feeling just right, Merry Big Seamus to all, and to all, go fuck yourself. (laughs) 